It's bad. Enemy. Hello, everybody. My name is John. And I'm Rob. And this is Bad Anime, the show where we we don't we're not, we're, uh, we're not doing one of those today. I don't think, right? No, we're no, no, we're not. Um, the, the, how this whole episode came up is funny. Um, <laughs> let me dive into that real quick before we start tackling the first episode of Common Rider Black. Because so. you you texted me about this and you were like, we should do some Common Rider Black. And then there was a lot of other words in there that maybe I just <laughs> didn't read. But <laughs> so maybe okay. it's a good time to explain to me why you thought this was a good idea and also. Uh, what you originally said to me. <laughs> yes, what I originally said to you is because um, this is Kamen Rider Black, a, um, a, a series from 1987. And I believe, I have to double check if it was 2021 or 22. Um, Amazon Prime, of all people, released Kamen Rider Black Sun. A ah. dark, edgy reimagining. Oh, is it a, is it still live action or is it uh, animated? Yeah, still, still live action. Okay. But mm -hmm. the thing is... It's, I'm only like two episodes in, it's already ripped off some shows we've already covered. I'm like, mm -hmm. the, we basically covered this show. And I figured, really? and since we talked about Fudo P.I., and, and I'm figured, huh. Because you know how live action and animation in Japan are start, like through this weird dance with each other where one will inspire the other and then vice versa. Yeah, they, they, I, I feel they, like that is like the nice Japanese storyline trifecta yeah. between wrestling anime and also live action i feel like they all kind of have similar storylines occupy oh. that same space and kind of play off each other a little bit yeah and, in then, a way. and then it's cool because you get to see them bounce across mediums because i think mm -hmm. fucking ultraman had an anime yeah. in 2020 or 2021 maybe 2019 right. even and there Netflix. was uh right and there was tiger mask the uh, pro yeah, wrestling centric anime right yeah and that was the first one and then Based they made the several things since then and you know so there's a big bouncing around here and I wanted to originally talk about Kamen Rider Black Sun, mm -hmm. like I said, because it ripped off. I'm gonna say it right now, like the first episode was Total Devilman Crybaby mixed with other stuff, oh. and I'm like, and I'm like, that's not the show. So <laughs> my, I, I sent you a big paragraph saying like, hey, I know it's live action, but we've talked about Fudo Pi. Everyone knows what a live action nerd I am. Yeah. So let's talk about it in the lens of an anime because it's basically a fucking live action anime. Right. And, right. And what I, the, I mean, so I sent you two links. I sent you that. And I'm like, okay, you need some context to what the original was like. Mm. So I sent you, like, the first episode of the original Con Rider Black from 87. I'm like, yeah, just watch this one for context. We'll mention it for, like, five minutes at the beginning of the show. And you're like, great, so we're doing an episode on the, an episode on the first episode of Con Rider Black. I'm like, I mean, that wasn't my idea. <laughs> I don't hate that idea. It just really wasn't my intention. I mean, you, sir, you clearly skipped over all of the three sentences of context <laughs> that I gave you. But fine. But okay. <laughs> I really appreciate you just rolling with it. And honestly, to, to be fair, like, it, I'm not twisting your arm here. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I've already seen this thing, like, probably four or five times. Because I've watched this series, uh, uh, like, like I've said before on the show, finding live action shit back in the early 2000s, sorry, late 2000s, early 2010s is very tough because of the mm -hmm. rights issues over here. They just weren't readily available on the internet. Right. Now, almost everything I've ever wanted to watch is on YouTube to the point where it's overwhelming, where I'm like... I haven't watched, been watching any of it because this is all at my fingertips. I'm A, spoiled for choice, and B, I'm like, I don't have to rush. It's not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah, it's, it's on the here. official. It's on the official Toei channel. I can just sit down whenever. Fantastic. Because back in the day, I had to download it. I had to find the torrent link or whatever and just download shit quickly before Jeez. it got lost again. Wow. Due to rights issues. 
and now it's just all there. Yeah, it's all on YouTube. I was so shocked. Uh, when you sent over the link to Common Rider Black, I opened it up and I was like, oh, they have like all the episodes just here on YouTube. That's fantastic. You could just it's easily great. access them, no problem, wherever you are. You know, in yeah. your living room, uh, masturbating on a plane. Um, I don't know why I said the second thing. Well, no, you, you saw Kotaro Minami's face and you lost control. <laughs> that happens sometimes. He's right? a good-looking he, boy. He's a good-looking guy. He's kind of an underrated stud. Yeah, he's and, kind of a stud. He's got that yeah. bowl cut, but he's he's like, it's weird because his he's hair, tough. he's tough. He's tough with the bowl cut. Kind of like a like a Rock Lee, but like he's got a jawline, you know? Um, You know what? If if you put Rock Lee in biker clothes, you basically got, you basically got uh, my boy Kotaro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he was looking good. Not a sentence I thought I'd be saying today. Uh, we're talking about something else where Rockley's name's going to come up a bunch. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. And but yes. so, so when you when when we had the misunderstanding, I'm like, fuck, I could gab about Kyle Rider Black for a while because this is probably my second favorite. If we're, if we're speaking on a technicality level, this mm -hmm. is probably my second favorite Rider series of all time. Uh huh. Mm hmm. My first one is Black RX, which is the direct sequel yes. to this one. I was gonna say, I was gonna yeah. say because I, um, I remember, and all that I know uh, of Common Rider is based off of you generally, because yes. I have never uh, really traversed into Common Rider ever. Oh yeah, um, unless it's been things that you've showed me, like um, yeah, yeah. Fudo you PI. showed me uh, Fudo PI, but like also the one that's based off of uh, yes, which W, one, which, w yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I just remember Joka. I just remember that. Yeah, it you remember that from my childhood. And then I remember one point when we were in Tokyo, I actually mm. got the video game uh, Common Rider War Generations. That's and right. Then, and then maybe like a couple months later, you're at my house, and I'm like, I just hand you the PS4 controller. And I'm like, you need to play this. Yeah, and it was like it was like a Destiny Warriors, but Dynasty, uh, like basically Dynasty, Dynasty Warriors. Warriors clone, but with Rider skins on tap. It was attached. so it was fun as fuck. I just love like you. <laughs> playing as Amazon, like, yes. <laughs> you, just, people you to literally death. just jump so fucking high and then just torpedo everybody with your boot. It is fantastic. And then it, I don't know if he yelled I, this in the game, but in my brain, I was always yelling Amazon all the time. Incredible. And that actually that's super relevant because the reason Kamen Rider Black Sun got made is because Kamen Rider Amazon got a dark, edgy reboot in 2016. Oh, and this is an amazing story of how this happened. Okay. Toei, the, the production company, who made everything, mm -hmm. their animation division handled DBZ, Naruto, etc. Yep. Um, their live action division handled Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. Anywho, so what had happened was um, Toei was having a drunken meeting with Amazon executives. I feel, I feel like I hear a weird buzzing sound right now. I think that's just I think it's just my headphone. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. I, I th you sound fine to me. Okay, good. But anywho, so this was going on. This meeting was happening. And then someone at Toei jokingly said, it's like, hey, let's do a dark, edgy, common Rider Amazon reboot because we already have a character with Amazon in the title. <laughs> and then everyone in the meeting stopped and said, oh, that's a great idea. And then Toei just went, how the fuck are we going to make a dark, edgy, common Rider Amazon reboot? He looks so doofy. <laughs> yeah, how do you make him dark? Oh, they did. And they did it for two oh, seasons. Wow. Okay. It, wow. it was actually wildly successful. Really? So they were like, well, too. let's maybe just do this with everything else, I guess, right? Well, basically what they said was like, hey, Amazon's not even the most popular writer over here. And they were like, you know, because the original Common Rider's gotten remade a few times. If they did it in Japan, it might be seen just forced or tried at this point. It's like, sure. you guys can't keep doing this. Right, right. So they right. said, who else was popular? Well, Black was the second most popular for a while. So let's just do a remake of Black. Oh, who was the most popular, you think, in your mind? Uh, probably the original. Yeah. 
Mm. The original, the original okay. Yeah, yeah, the original, because the original's always going to be, it's kind of like the Superman thing, where, like, who's the most famous Superman type yeah. thing. Right. But it's weird in Japan, because um, there'll be, like, peaks and valleys with Ryder, where one will gain, like, a huge cultural footstamp. Mm-hmm. So, basically, imagine if, like, those random one seasons of Power Rangers, imagine one of them became wildly successful, and everyone was talking about it. Just randomly? I don't know. That just happens in Japan sometimes. Very interesting. I feel like it's, that it's, does happen it, on like a, a level here sometimes. Like I, I think, strangely enough, it's like whenever they do like giant PR things for a Power Ranger series in the states. Yes. That one, I'm like, oh, this one's big. I guess. Like I think when Power Rangers Samurai came out, there was a huge marketing push. There for that was one. a PR machine behind that, and I really yes. haven't heard anything since, series wise, TV series wise, because mm. they did have a, a movie. Um, which yeah, I, they had I thought, the, they, I they had the, yeah, the, the movie in 2017 was pretty good. Yeah, I thought that was great. That was the only problem. It was only okay. I've mm-hmm. been saying this for years. Mm-hmm. If the movie was a little better or it sucked, it would have made so much more money. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The, greatest really, curse, the greatest yeah. curse that movie had was only being okay. Indifference. And I'm going to say this right Absolute now. indifference. And that's the thing. But in my opinion, as a huge Power Rangers fan, mm-hmm. loved everything about the movie except the fight scenes because there was mm-hmm. so much, too much CGI bullshit nonsense. Mm-hmm. I see. That was like weirdly enough. I'm sorry to take us on a tangent here because weirdly enough, it maybe it gives, w- would give some more background into like where I live yes. in terms of live actions. Yes, uh, because totally. you're very familiar with them. You you know a lot about them. Yes, I don't really really know much at all, and I kind of chalk that up. Great. To, I know, which I kind of mostly chalk up to me just generally not liking it. Um, mm. Not doesn't have anything to do with like oh I think it's like bad or anything, but I'm just like oh it's you just didn't grow up with it. I just don't really like it. I I watched some Mighty Morphin Power Rangers back in the day, but you know it wasn't really like my favorite thing. It was just kind of yeah. there. Um, and as I kind of grew up, I just didn't really appreciate it that much. And uh, I don't yeah, know, yeah, it just course. came back up with you. And mm. this Power Rangers movie in 2017 was probably my favorite piece of media in that realm ever i thought it was which makes a lot of sense yeah i thought it was just very accessible for me you know well like i said like that was because power rangers is best when the actual story is compelling Mm -hmm. which can happen Mm -hmm. and in in live action stuff in general you can get some very compelling narratives like i said the narrative in the power rangers movie i thought was really good Mm -hmm. it's just those fucking fight scenes were just so much cgi nonsense yeah just it threw me off entirely i'm like Mm -hmm. okay Megazord, like the Zord fight scenes, you have to do a CGI. There's no other way. Of course, right. Transformers is huge. Right. So they, they, they proved that works. But right. when even they were fighting, like when it, when it was like CGI Power Rangers fighting CGI, like fucking putties, I'm like, yeah, guys, it's a disconnect. Yeah, it is a disconnect. Like, but like, because, like that's if my you thing wa- with live action though, like it's yeah. always a disconnect in the fight scenes. Like the Zords yes. are great, but like in those specific fight scenes, like in this first episode of. Common Rider Black, right? He's fighting yeah. these kind of like bug-looking guys and spider. The vi- the spider-looking guys. I think the villains, anytime it's like a live-action villain, I just completely get out of the the medium. I, I mean, you. I believe the care. I believe the protagonist. Usually, I'm totally cool with like the Common Rider look or like the Power mm-hmm. Rangers look. But whoever they're fighting just looks so incredibly ridiculous and totally like a guy in a costume that I just can't stop thinking it's a guy in a costume. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been you've been saying that point to me for years now. Mm-hmm. I, that's just the one thing I could never get past with these. Well, it's funny because once I put that because once I and you've proved that point yourself when you watch Fudo Pi and you were like, "This looks so cool." I'm like, "It's the same thing, but animated." And you're yes. like, "I know." So it takes it takes it, basically it gives you back the suspension of disbelief that you yes. didn't otherwise have. Yes, totally. And I can I can get like how. Both are powerful and both are good and both are useful. Uh, but yeah, I definitely like it from the Food OPI episode. I just gravitated more towards like, oh, it's just it's animated. So everything looks 
like it belongs you know everything kind of mm. occupies the space that it should live in kind of for me um, i had the opposite like thing for me for so many years because mm. um i know intrinsically that it takes a lot of effort to draw shit and like really animate yes. it well but i i'd have no frame of reference you know what i mean mm -hmm. but as a human being who can throw a punch and a kick not very well i know how hard that is to do when i see yeah. guys dressed as spiders performing all this crazy martial arts shit or Minami Kotaro dressed as fucking Kamen Rider Black wailing on people. Mm. I understand how hard that is. That is something that, you know, weirdly enough, maybe now that I've, uh, I, I guess, <laughs> matured a little bit. <laughs> Not really. Now but, that I've know. matured, I can understand Japanese kids' entertainment from the late 80s. <laughs> I, absolutely. That is that is exactly what I'm saying. Because but it's I amazing because I, I, yeah. No, I did see, I, I did think about that today when I, I just finished the first episode of Kamen Rider Black today. Yeah. And I did see those spider guys, like, it, I, I thought about it during, and mostly in scenes where they weren't fighting yeah. uh, Kotaro, where they were kind of running around and, like, reassembling and jumping yeah. in places and stuff. Um, I really thought to myself, like, wow, they're so good at being in character. That is yes. so good. Because they yes. all move like fucking spiders. Like, you could put on a costume, but you could you could be a bipedal human. But, yeah, know, exactly. <laughs> but they just all turn into, like, arachnids all of a sudden. I'm like, that's actually, yeah. that takes a lot of talent. And I really they're, appreciate how uniform and good they did it. They really did a great job. And that's the thing, actually. It's a funny trend in Rider that the first villain is always a spider. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, the first villain is always going to be spider themed. Because he's because like Common Rider is generally like a he's like a bug. I don't know exactly. what kind of bug, but what uh, kind of like he? a beetle? Beetle. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Because they all have that kind of big buggy eyes with the antennas. Yeah, exactly. the bug eyes with the aesthetic. Yeah. Like exactly. they, they say grasshopper in the show, but it looks more like a beetle. Grasshopper. Yeah. 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 I could see either. E yeah, either, either or. Like sense. I don't know much about bugs. I don't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I don't know. It could be a fucking like weedle. I guess. Well, actually, no. It, um. It fucking um. It looks a um, Venonat is the one because Venonat, yes. Well, Venonat's clearly inspired by Ryder. So, yep. like you see, it has the big bug eyes with the antenna. Yep, yep. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that makes a lot of sense because his big bug eyes even also yeah. have those little like textured holes in them. Yeah, kind of. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon came out a good like 15 years after the original Ryder in seventy one. Do you remember? I was having I was having a conversation with a friend recently. Do you remember okay. the name of the gym leader that used Venonat? No, I do not. His name is Koga, and he's a ninja. Really? Yeah, we went out. We went over a bunch of the gym leaders because me and a, me and my friend Miles, I think we might be oh, um, yeah, yeah. gym leaders for Halloween this year. So we were kind of <laughs> going through the names, like, "Oh, who will we be?" Yeah, I only uh, remember Surge. Uh, Surge is the fucking man. I he love just Surge. A, he was. I remember as a kid just seeing like like the more militaristic aspect of his character. I'm just like. <laughs> just a military bro i like yeah him. he's just like an ex-military guy who uses a small mouse pokemon incredible but he was bigger than the other small mouse he so was. therefore yes that was the whole he point was of the episode thicker than the other small mouse pokemon well if you just look back the whole point of that episode was pikachu has the speed yeah where raichu didn't and i'm just yeah. like oh and that's again that's a that's a fucking new japan storyline it's like well he's stronger it is. but it he's is and, faster. and he almost and ash almost took the easy way out when he was like oh do i use the thunderstone on pikachu and evolve him to clearly no. make him better in every single way stat wise no i grind i grind you know, and i pl press b during that evolution that is and what you I know do. what's so funny mm. um again tangents ahoy um <laughs> by the time this episode comes out we'll have wrapped up isekai month maybe a week yes. or two ago uh-huh and 
look at the difference in sto- storytelling in like Japanese cult in Japanese pop culture now, where the message was, don't cheat, don't fulfill your, don't max out your stats. Like if you with a cheat code, train harder. Huh. And how many of those fucking isekais are like, here's the cheat code, have fun. How many of those isekais had the name cheat code? In yes. the title, <laughs> or somebody say cheat code throughout the entire. God damn it! I'm. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. But, we but haven't recorded at, those yet in, in our day. We haven't recorded those yet, and I'm boiling with frustration at one of them. <laughs> yeah, we were, we recorded two of them. I know which one you're mad at. We recorded oh. two of them already for Isekai Month. We're recording two more today. We're so in, we're releasing these in weird orders, and I yeah. love it. Yeah, me too. But anyways, ch- let's get to Common Rider Black because I, I don't want that to be lost on us because <laughs> we did take a whole episode to talk about this one episode of Common Rider Black. Um, yeah. All right. Honestly, pretty good. I gotta yeah. say. You didn't even, you didn't even like, we usually like slow boil this. <laughs> but you just we came do. out and said it. We I do. I figured to... it's like, it's one episode. You could, you, you yeah. could probably watch it in the time that uh, you, it, it's probably, the episode is actually shorter than this podcast. So probably, you should probably yeah. just go watch it if you get a chance, if you're not familiar with the Common Rider series. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good piece of education, I think, especially yeah. for the time for 87. Um, yeah. yeah well, I, I, a lot of reason why you said when we, maybe we'll do like when we had the misunderstanding i'm like okay this could actually work because this is actually a pretty cool piece of hit like in terms of japanese pop culture it's a cool piece of history yeah it's a good primer i think it really gets us ready for anything else live action that we're going to get into in the future right um but yeah i i I know how i feel like i know how you feel about this but um maybe watching it again or refreshing your memory again did anything new pop out to you from watching this whole episode um I was watching with my girlfriend next to me, and she joked um, that the three hooded figures who represented the evil agency Gorgrim um, looked like white, like all white versions of Palpatine. And I thought that was very funny. But other than- <laughs> that's actually true. They also another note for them. They, they actually- used the force. <laughs> yeah, they did use the force. And also they did kind of look like um, like KKK members a little bit, like with like the white yes. hoods. And then they were like when Kotaro was getting done getting electrocuted like a little bitch. Yes. <laughs> they went up to him and they were like, you are King Kotaro. And they brought out like a white robe, another white robe. And I was like, yes. oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> they're, they're making him the Grand Wizard. I thought I was watching Django Unchained for a second. <laughs> Which is wild. Uh, but yeah, the, the whole beginning was very interesting because it kind of threw you into everything and he's running from these guys. But how cool was seeing how cool was it seeing like that kind of like blue tinged neon 80s Tokyo? And it was so cool. That was one, one of my favorite parts. Honestly, the, what really got me this time around, again, being an adult to have a deeper understanding of children's, children's entertainment from the late 80s Japan. Some of the cinematography I found really compelling, like the shot where Koto was running down the dark tunnel and you see his shadow yes. first before yes. you see him. I thought that visual was striking. I'm I like, was going to say that specific scene of him running in the underground yeah. tunnels of Tokyo yeah. kind of reminded me of very, I, like very much like 90s yeah. Matrix style yeah. film. It was really cool. I was like, wow, okay, this was shot very well. And here I go again, adding a lot of education <laughs> to Japanese cartoons. Look at this. Yes. <laughs> and I and I just blurted it out. It reminded me of a lot of Kite. Yeah, yeah, it did. It reminded me of a I lot agree. of Kite, some mm-hmm. of the, like the uh, cityscapes here. And Kite was been would have been several years after this. But um, I just was really compelled. And some of the stunt work here from my I, – I'm used to the actor's name who played Koto. I forget it now. But some of the, his stunt work with him just like out of suit when he's jumping around. Um, yeah. Like, like damn that's this is not easy <laughs> yeah 
dude gets like dude gets pretty smacked around (laughs) he gets smacked around he's jumping over barricades trying to he he there's one spot where he has to jump a fence but he intentionally falls and it looks painful as hell and i'm like jesus christ cultural my boy yeah he did a lot of cool stunt stuff there was one point where i think it was probably the funniest part to me of the whole episode was when um what's the organization called gorong go i think think it's gorgrom go go crong go crong i think it's gorgrom Gorgrim. Sure. Gorgrim. Yes, it is yes, Gorgrim. Gorgrim. Yeah, yeah. Gorgrim. And one of the guys, like, is using the force to, like, smack him against a, like, consistently against, like, a building or a freight truck. And he's just, like, smack, 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 yeah. smack. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, poor Kotaro. <laughs> and there was one point they threw him into, like, uh, like one of those neon signs. And, yeah. like, it electrocutes him. And it's like, ha, you should have been dead. It proves you're a cyborg. And then they cut to, like, earlier in the story. You know, so they, so they tell this thing out of order intentionally. Yeah, I love. they do. And they show Kotro and his, um, we later learn it's his adopted brother, um, Nobiko. Yeah. They're both getting operated on. And I should give some context here what this actually is. Mm-hmm. Kamen Rider Black was actually a remake of the very first Kamen Rider from 71. Oh. Because what happened was Kamen Rider became like Power Rangers a little bit where like every year, like every couple of years, every year there'd be a new rider with a new story. Right. And they were, like, mostly standalone, but they have fun crossovers and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, they put the brakes on for a few years. They're like, okay, we need to come back to this because we're running out of ideas. So their attention was to do, like, a dark remake. So yeah. I was like, Common Rider Black. And they did it because in the original Rider, it was the same scenario where a guy gets kidnapped, turned into a cyborg, then has to fight the evil organization that tried to program him. Mm-hmm. What they did here is they added a lot more drama to it where... It was the dude's father. It was Kotaro and Nobiko's father, right? Who bursted in to try to save his sons from like being converted into mindless cyborgs. Mm-hmm. We see him save Kotaro, but they but they did get Nobiko. Yeah. So that immediately yes. you realize, oh shit's getting rough. We meet um the and the it's a doctor who is mm-hmm. a it's a it's a professor who is a uh, Kotaro's dad. Mm-hmm. We meet we meet her we meet later meet his assistant and uh. You know, Kotaro's sister. Yeah. At one point, Kotaro's at the house. He goes to, like, there's a family home. He finds a note from his dad saying, okay, I have a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> Meet me here. And there's this cool little scene beforehand where, like, where, like we see the family interacting and we're like, oh, Kotaro's in a rough spot. So he's like, how, how do you say, like, yeah, um, Nobiko's been kidnapped by aliens and I'm a cyborg. Bye. <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you just say that to your siblings? You know? But but it was cool, the cool scene, which I loved here. Like it's a classic. I don't know my own strength anymore. Scene. Oh where yeah. She throws him a, a glass bottle of orange juice. He catches it, but it's so strong he just breaks it immediately because he squeezes it too hard. Yep. And he's like, oh shit. And they're like, what the fuck happened? And he's like, bye. He and he just off. runs away. And she's like, you didn't even clean up your mess. Yeah. And they're like, jerk. Um, Kotaro meets his dad, and his dad's like, yeah, I'm sorry I sold you guys out to, like, you know, evil space cyborg people. And Kotaro's like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Or, no, more like, Dosan. What the <laughs> fuck? Dude, he says Dosan so much. I immediately, it was so funny. I learned a new Japanese word today because how many times yeah. he says Dosan, I'm like, yes, I get it. Dosan is dad. Dosan, yeah. <laughs> Dosan. Yeah. Dosan. <laughs> that was so funny. Is dad is dad. <laughs> Need it? So Wait, that's our that's our next merch. Dosan is daddy. <laughs> oh God. Anywho, so, yeah, all this is going on, and then eventually, Gorgum sends some spiders after them. Yeah, and 
Kodro, you know, he gets beaten up by the spiders for a little while. And a pretty cool scene. Yeah. The, the, the biggest advantage of what they have with Japanese live action stuff is um when they put it in dim lighting. Because it's a little more compelling and also the costumes don't look as ridiculous because mm-hmm. you can't really mm-hmm. see as much of it. It's the yep. whole Jaws effect. Mm-hmm. Where like you try to hide your um, costumes imperfections. Right. So you see Kodo getting thrown around in a dark warehouse. He eventually Ryder punches and Ryder kicks all of them. Oh, yeah. But, that was really al- cool. but along the way, they do kill his dad. And it's yeah. like, oh, Jesus, because the original Kamen Rider was not at this dark. No, no. Both, both, it, both uh, stylistically and um, visually speaking. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning of the show, it's like, yeah, my dad's dead. My brother's been kidnapped. I'm a cyborg who doesn't know his own strength. I got to protect my family. But he's like determined. He's like, I'm going to keep fighting. Like, he. It, they could have went a very woe is me, um, the world sucks kind of emo storyline. But in the 80s, that wasn't really as popular yet. They still wanted mm-hmm. their character to be strong. Be like a boss. Be a protagonist, you know. But in the 70s when they did it, it was very much manly man, macho man. You know, right. no no right. fear, no pain type of thing. Right, right. It's funny because the lyrics, no fear, no pain, were the lyrics to the theme song to Common Writer. Kuga, I'm full of useless trivia today. <laughs> I love but, it. But yeah. But um, but Kothro walks out. He's like, "Well, life sucks, but I'm gonna keep fighting, and I'm not gonna let any. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure Gorgrim doesn't kill more people." And that's where the first episode ends. And it's like, "Huh, I'm so glad I watched this again. I haven't watched this in years." Oh, that's great. I'm yeah. glad you did it again too. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really fun. I, I had a good time watching it. Uh, the the part the highlights are the part yeah. where he he rider punched and rider kicked because that was yeah. so fun. That yep. was so exciting. I got um, punched. By the kick. Kick. I just, you love, I love the way they throw the extra spit on the last K. Yeah. Kick. Right kick. Kick. You know, yeah. you get a lot of extra like spit coming yeah, out. Yeah, he's good. That, yeah, that was really fun. Um, just like, I, I like the outfit too. I like the Common Rider Black outfit. It looks really cool. It's like a little darker than the previous ones, as you kind of mentioned earlier. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I like it's, that. It's very simple and understated. What they had is like the cool thing where like it's all black, but like the human parts, like the, where the elbows are and the mm-hmm. wrist are, you see like this like dark brown underlying like fleshy looking thing. Yep. Because it's, it's where his joints are all supposed to bend. Mm-hmm. But it gives it the greater appearance of him being kind of in like an insect, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I really love that design yeah. choice. It's And the only accents are a little bit of uh, red and yellow, which is kind of, yes. which is kind of cool. And yes. you know, it's just, it was a well-designed outfit. Um, yeah. His bike is intentionally different colors, which I find funny. Yeah, it's like green, kind of. Yeah, it's like, it's like a it's like a real grasshopper that one. Mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. well, because really, because the name was Battle Hopper, <laughs> Battle Hopper. That's right. Because then, because then the creators could be like, look, he's a grasshopper. I look, he's <laughs> definitely a grasshopper. Okay, guys. Because it, it wouldn't be a common rider series if he didn't have a bike, you know. Hence the rider in his name. That's right, of course. Except for common rider drive, where he had a car. It was a car. I remember you talking about this. Yes. Yeah. It made yes. it made news over in Japan. It's like they're giving a common rider a car, and all the older generation are like, "Wow, that's still on the air." <laughs> really? Because that was that was like forty years in the franchise before they gave the guy wow. a fucking car. That's insane. They gotta be. They gotta do like common rider train next. No, they already did a Sentai train. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that Sentai train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they yeah. have? Are they like on a train the whole season, or do they just have a train, or is there Megazord a train, something like well, that? Well, no, they're all inspired by trains, and they're Megazord a train. But speaking of which, Common Rider Deno, who was very popular, did live on a train. So cool. They kind of, it, it train had nothing to do with its powers, but he kind of, kind of got there. Yeah, it, it was his baseline train. 
I mean, trains are like a much bigger part of Japanese culture than they are ours. I mean, it's true. As like native New Yorkers, we're very used to uh, trains and stuff. But you can go yeah. into other parts of America, especially in the middle of the country. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's trains a are used country. for shipping cargo. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Which is why like there's no other than like New York. There's really you're really hard pressed to find like a really good like metropolitan transit system. Like, you know, Boston, Chicago. Sure. But like yeah, elsewhere, like, yeah. really, really, really once you get to the West Coast that evaporates. It's hard. Yeah, because L.A. just doesn't give a fuck about their <laughs> mass transit. Yeah. No. And uh, like Texas. Yeah, they, they have like a tram, I guess. But yeah, do you take it? Probably not. Probably not. You probably yeah. use Uber somewhere. Yeah. I'm glad we're talking about transportation in the United States today. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we talked about a lot of topics in a very short amount of time. <laughs> we really did. But I, I think where, where I land on Common Rider Black is I, I had a fun time watching it. I thought it was really fun. Um, still not exactly the biggest live action guy. Maybe that'll change when we watch Kamen Rider Black Sun, because I'm expecting, since it's new, a lot of updates to be made to the medium since the 1980s. And I'm excited <laughs> to, to see what goes on, especially in terms of specifically the visual effects yes. and also the voiceover effects, because mm. the voiceover was, I, I don't know if you know any background on this, but the voiceover was clear as day, as in like they definitely put in a sound file into this. They did yeah, not yeah. like record anything on site. I, it, that's what it sounded like, at least. Oh, you know, they definitely dubbed in the studio afterwards yeah, just because right. you know, okay. they can't really, you can't really mic the inside of the suit. It's hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's difficult. But maybe, th maybe this time, maybe with Black Sun, we will see. Yeah, and like I said, the re whole reason we're doing this today because I saw Black Sun and I was um, cautious. I'm like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. So, ooh, okay, that's exciting. Ooh. Yeah, so this this whole episode today was a prelude to that. So we're not really going to end on a question today. We're just going to say like, yeah, we really enjoyed. I I mean, you enjoyed seeing what Common Rider Black was. I really fucking enjoyed revisiting it. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna reconvene probably next week and talk about Black Sun. Yeah, and we'll see you next time for Common Rider Black Sun. Get away, you little scamps. Go on home. Shadow Moon. It's bad. Wow, oh my god, what a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you can leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on we'll read them all anyways we don't care i love you kiss kiss simple equations podcast network